everybody, welcome back to the podcast. I hope that you guys are doing well. I'm trying to sound normal in today's podcast episode because my brother played my podcast episode in the car the other day and uh, yeah, I didn't realize that whenever I spoke I'm like, hey everybody, so it's kind of annoying, but it's fine. Today we are talking about something called boundaries, which I actually didn't know the meaning of until few months ago. (laughs) Have you ever felt like a doormat? Felt like your boundaries have been disrespected? Felt like you haven't... I can't even read my own writing. Sorry. This was, this was meant to be kind of in a very inspiring little paragraph, but I messed it up. Okay, shall we start again? Put your hands up if you felt like a doormat, felt like your boundaries have been disrespected, felt like you haven't been listened to or your needs haven't been met, and felt like you haven't had the confidence to address all of this. My hand is up. Is your hand up? So somebody said to me the other day that they have no trouble sending setting, sorry, sending, (laughs) setting boundaries with people that they don't like, people that they don't know well, but when it comes to the people they love, that's where they really struggle. Sometimes the people that are the closest to us, it can be the most difficult to raise our voice and speak up for ourselves. So that's why we're talking about how to set boundaries with the people we love today. Something that I've noticed that I used to do, and actually I was talking to other people about it, and turns out it's a human thing, it's a universal thing. When you don't communicate about things and somebody kind of disrespects your boundaries, when you don't talk about it because you're like, oh, it's kind of irrelevant, yeah, maybe it hurt my feelings, but I don't want to annoy them, then I've noticed that you start to just really hold on to that one thing and use it against them. And in your head, you start to turn against them. And I think this is kind of a perfect example of why it's so important to address your boundaries. Both of you guys suffer because you will carry on being frustrated with them about maybe a comment or something they did and they won't know. So I'm going to give you guys a few ways that I set boundaries for myself and you guys can choose to take these on board if you want to and then I'm also going to be reading some from a psychology site of how they set boundaries and you know what psychologists recommend um, you know how to set boundaries so... Yeah. In the moment, it can be so difficult to say anything because first of all, you're shocked. People have often said or often still say it's so much better to talk to them in person and to bring things up in person. And I understand where they're coming from, but it can be so difficult to bring things up in person. I know that whenever I tried to bring things up in person, I just wouldn't. What was that? Something just fell. Okay. And I would end up resenting myself for it and being like, oh, I should have brought it up. You know, feeling bad about it for the rest of the day. If you struggle with confrontation, do small steps. I'm not here trying to say, this is how you should live your life. This is what you should do. I'm only 15. What do I know, right? You know, a lot of my friends have said this as well. And I've kind of seen the after effects of what happens when you text somebody when you're mad. I personally haven't done that, but a few people I know have. So I would say cool off a little bit before you call, text, or confront them. And then if you're still feeling bad about it the next day, I would say send them a text. And I know this can seem so stressful because, you know, as a people pleaser, I know I've been there. Trust me when I say 
that if somebody dumps you, you know, whether it's a friendship or a relationship, over you trying to set a boundary, they are not a very good friend at all. People are usually so cool about it, apologetic, fine about it, and then you move on and you talk about different things. And by the end of next week, you're gonna have forgotten about it. It's funny because you underestimate how okay people are with you bringing things up. Because how else are people supposed to improve if you don't bring things up, you know? And if you guys just both sort of address your limits at the start, it's cool to keep bringing things up and keep communicating with each other. Start small and then go bigger because when I was really bad at setting boundaries, a phone call. So I'd start off with a text and I'd go to a phone call, then I would actually say it in person. So starting small is very, very important. Okay, now I am going to read how to set boundaries from the Psych Central blog, I guess. The first one is name your limits. You can't set good boundaries if you're unsure of where you stand. So identify your physical, emotional, mental and spiritual limits. Consider what you can tolerate and accept and what makes you uncomfortable or stressed. I totally agree with this. I think maybe even making a list or something of things that you will kind of, yeah, this is cool. And then this isn't cool. Um, this helped me. So yeah, tune into your feelings. So if you feel discomfort and resentment towards people for absolutely no reason, this is a big sign that you're letting go of your boundaries. Ask yourself what is causing that? What is it about this interaction or the person's expectation that is bothering me? Give yourself permission and we might feel guilty by speaking up or saying no to a family member. Many believe that they should be able to cope with the situation or say yes because they're a good daughter or son, even though they feel drained or taken advantage of. So give yourself the permission to set boundaries and work to preserve them. So another few tips are considering your past and present. How you were raised along with your role in your family can become additional obstacles in setting and preserving boundaries. If you held the role of a caretaker, you learn to focus on others, letting yourself be drained emotionally or physically. Ignoring your own needs have become might have become a norm for you. Wow, that is really powerful. I think it all does come back to childhood and, you know, if you're a kid now, if you're a teenager now, kind of analyzing the role you have in your family. Practice self-awareness. What am I doing or what is the other person doing? What is the situation? Electing that is making me resentful or stressed. How can I control it? What part of it do I have control over? Seek support, be assertive, and start small. So yeah, those were some of the boundaries that, that some of the boundaries. That was a few tips of how to set boundaries with people you love. And I think it is so important to set boundaries with people you love because sometimes they can be the ones that we can get hurt by the most in a way and that doesn't just sound pessimistic or be like Ugh, everybody's out to get us but it's more just of a you know we spend so much time with those people we kind of let our boundaries slip a little bit so a few of you guys sent in some questions which I think is very sweet okay so some of you guys sent in some questions and um yeah Let's do it. So these two questions uh, that I'm going to be reading out are actually YouTube related questions. So if you didn't know I have a YouTube channel, I used to make YouTube videos on the, these channels that sort of had management and production and stuff and I used to make videos for them. 
and then I took a very long break and just kind of quit YouTube altogether and recently in the last months I have come back to my channel and decided I want to commit to it and actually yeah make it work and make it a project. Do you have any YouTube tips for different types of content? So I you know I'm a very small YouTuber but I guess just Find out what you want to do, plan your videos out helps, and being consistent, that's, that's a key. What is the best camera to film with? You don't even need a camera. I did film on a camera because it was kind of, it was required on the channels I used to be on because, you know, it was a job. I was getting paid for it and stuff. But I think if I had started out completely new now, I probably wouldn't use a camera. I would just use a phone or something because you can edit on your phone. But the camera I use right now is a Lumix camera. And yeah, you can get all sorts of cameras. They're kind of expensive though. But I think something that helps is if you have friends that have a camera, you could get a camera similar to them so you guys could kind of swap lenses. And completely up to you. And there's lots of videos out there. I'm not really... I do make YouTube videos and stuff, but I'm not really a tech geek, so I'm sure there's lots of videos out there that kind of recommend those types of things. That's all for today. If you want to send in questions, just DM me. You can DM me on Instagram, which is just Everland Studios underscore YT. And you can also DM me on the Teenage Mind podcast Instagram, which I made kind of recently. And it's at the Teenage Mind podcast. Anyways, guys, that's all. That's a wrap. Have a great and safe week. And I will see you guys next week. Bye. I say bye in the weirdest way ever. Bye. It sounds like I'm singing a song. Uh, okay, bye. <laughs>